Big Bishop and the Council Round. Let me just say that I am extremely disappointed. As am I. Look at uh, some of what Alderwoman Descents, uh, not Alderwoman Descents, so Alderwoman Turner is um, extremely disappointed by. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, she was disappointed last night. Yeah, a little. Maybe, I don't know. Get ready. Pick up on it. Um, some good stuff. Hour and 20 minute long meeting. Committee of the whole. Mm-hmm. Who is chairing? The one. The only. Some of the... Um, oh, boy. Maybe... Um, <laughs> under the... He keeps the train on time, though. Right? Some mm. of the... Last um, night, I get home from covering the Capitol. Misunderstood. Right? It's like 7 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sit down, have some dinner, and get to my computer, and I... I'm like, okay, let's see what the city council did. Pull it up. See, it's an hour and 20 minutes already posted. I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> Look at that. I'll take it. So, hour and 20 minute meeting. Uh, Jam packed. We got some good stuff here. Let's hear from uh, CWLP's Doug Brown, giving some numbers about the utility, where it's at financially. He had a PowerPoint presentation and just a recommendation for future presenters. Please tell us what's on those PowerPoints. Expenses are under budget, and some of these, some of this is actually dedicated because it's, uh, you know, when we're lower in revenues, our units are running less, so our expenses are down lower. So, Doug, overall, though, with the $27 million to the positive on being under on expenses and the 18.5 under on revenues, we're actually still ahead. Right. Correct. Thank you. Thankfully, Alderman Tylen was there to uh, kind of reiterate what were on some of those slides because uh, Doug was just kind of giving a you know general overview, not really giving us many numbers. I mean, for instance, this is this is one of the things uh, that he, he laid out there. It's kind of it's like, come on, I need some detail here, especially for radio. Uh, revenues and expenses for water revenues are, are under budget, as well as uh, expenses. Oh, so specific. <laughs> very, very specific. More numbers, please. Just give us some numbers. And labor costs at the end of February are under budget for both the water fund oh, and oh, the electric on. fund. Oh, come on. Give me, give me some numbers. Come on, Doug, Doug. How much money do you make? <laughs> Here's Alderman Tylen to the rescue. Sales are down on the electric side. We're still in a good shape. Everything looks to be trending positive where we've saved more on our expenses than we lost on the retail and wholesale electric sales and then the water is on the positive on both the revenue and it's under on the expenses so overall financially the cwp is very healthy at the moment at the moment yes thank you financially we're healthy yes there you go uh next up here's where we get into a little bit of a debate uh, it's right up your alley there ray Sports. Oh, I love sports. Yeah, you've been talking about this issue for a bit. 2019-188, an ordinance authorizing a professional services agreement with Hotel and Leisure Advisors, LLC, for a feasibility study to determine the viability of the development and construction of sports complex in wards 2 or 3 for the Convention and Visitors Bureau in an amount not to exceed $35,000. Motion for debate. Oh, Mm. they were already uh, jumping in there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, so feasibility study how do you feel about studies you know what i feel about studies yeah um this is one that would look at the feasibility of a sports complex for either ward two or three so not for the city of springfield as a whole but But for for one of those on the east side 
Okay. Well, I'm Um, I'm fine with that. However, there's already another study underway that's the entire city, a feasibility study for the entire city. Here is the tourism director, Scott Dahl. Yeah, so in early March, we um, alerted the council that we are in an agreement with SFA Sports Facility Advisories to do a market analysis for the city of Springfield. Where the analysis is not targeting a location or a facility or a project specifically, it's just to find out if our market can bear a sports facility. Uh, We have competing cities, Bloomington Normal, Rockford, St. Louis, Indianapolis that have facilities or are going through similar processes. This is a phase one that, again, is just a market analysis. Can we handle a a sports facility? Do we need one? This uh, analysis will come back and let us know that. Um, So we're already in that process. We're moving through it. We're about four weeks out to receiving the report. So once we get that report, we'll know if the city of Springfield has any place for a sports venue of sorts. Um, coming back from the break, we'll, we'll hear from Alderwoman Turner. We'll hear from uh, other aldermen uh, talking about this issue of whether we do a site-specific study or a city-wide study, which comes first, the chicken or the egg. Uh, so we'll get to some back and forth there. We'll also update people on uh, the yard waste pickup, the rail relocation project. It's all on the way here with the Council Roundup. I don't go anywhere. Council Roundup on the Ray Lytle Morning Show. Depend on News Talk 970 AM WMAY. Let's return with more of the Council Roundup. All right, so hour and 20 minute long meeting we just heard of this ordinance that would uh, do a feasibility study to see if a sports complex is right for ward two and three we also heard scott Dahl say well we've got another study we're doing that's city-wide not site specific alder woman turner jumping in talking about her measure uh, that she's supporting here to do the site-specific study. This study is very site-specific and it's very project-specific to talk about a specific sports complex to go in specifically into wards two, into ward two or three. So there is a distinct difference between the two. What I see in the difference is that um, what you're asking for in this ordinance is really a phase two or a phase three. We don't know if we need a sports facility. So before you do a study on a specific area or a sports facility, you gotta find out if you need one first. What do you think? Um, well, when we're talking sports facility, we're talking what? It would be like a community center slash multi-sports venue of sorts, like swimming or uh, gymnasiums or softball fields. Could, uh, it could include soccer some of that. fields. Right, right. Yeah, I, I mean, here's Alderwoman Turner continuing. Because we're not, we're talking about economic development in an area of Springfield that is in dire need of economic development. Everybody understands that. We don't need a study to tell us that. We all know that. She says it's not about economic development. It's about, quote, human capital. Because uh, when people talk about why do we have violence uh, in the summer, why, why, why is there nothing to do, why are young men hanging out and, and getting into trouble, why is there no- nothing that uh, targets youth into a specific um, 
area of, you know, where they can grow and flourish. That's what we're talking about. So I'm, I'm looking at it from not only an economic development standpoint, but also a human capital standpoint. So let's look at uh, what the tourism director, Scott Dahl, has to say about all of this the again. project on the east side, but we had multiple projects that have been proposed. But we're talking about this project, not to interrupt you, but I, I don't, I, I mean, I, I see where you're going with this, <laughs> and I know that you're going to say, well, what's going to stop Ottoman DeCenso from bringing something, and what's going to stop Ottoman Hanauer? Yeah. Absolutely nothing at all. I think that any Ottoman up here can bring any project forward that they deem worthy, and then we can we can have that discussion, and we can debate it on the merits, and we can vote on it up or, up or down. So I, I would never stop or I would never discourage any other alderman from bringing a project forward that they think would be beneficial to their ward and to the city. Again, we have yet to see, like, the project being brought forward. This is just a $35,000 study. Yeah. This is, who's going to pay for the sports facility to go in? Well, I would imagine there's probably going to be some TIF it, money involved. Yeah, is it going to be the city offering TIF money to get a yeah. private person to put it in? Is the city going to put it in themselves? Is this the park district? Yeah. Is it, you know, what? what? So this $35,000 feasibility study would right. look into, is it feasible? Is this sp specific um, project, specifically for either Ward 2 or 3, is it feasible? Um, here's Alderman Senor. He's on board with the idea. Alderman Senor, you know, I can only agree with uh, what Alderman Turner has said, and uh, I, too, have been working on this for the last four years, Scott, and uh, uh, I think, you know, sometime we just have to step out. Uh, your study has its merits, but I think this study will have its merits also, and, and just to reiterate the events that can, this will bring to Springfield, the jobs, the economic development, the growth, there are other residual things that will happen if this study proves that this is well worth us moving after. Alderman Fulgenzi, he sounds off, uh, kind of reiterating what Dahl had to say. Well, I agree with uh, Alderman Turner and Alderman Senor. I think it has some merits to do the study first before we look on a site-specific project and where it should be. We should find out first if we need it or if we can support it and then look for a site-specific project. So he understands the concerns that... Uh, I don't, listen, I don't... I don't uh, Doris Turner and, and Herman Cito, they're being proactive. Right. Because let's face it, if there's any areas of the cities that get crapped on all the time, you and I have done this for a long time. We see where TIF money goes. We know where they put these new developments. This a study going for the whole city is going to say, oh, you know what? We need this. We need this uh, in Centennial Park area. We need it way out west. Um, if you're them and you want development in your wards when it's when it's ward two and three, we know what area gets no development. It's those areas. So if you're trying to be proactive and bring development to your area, this seems like a way to do it. Here's more from uh, Scott Dahl. Right. I think I'm, the point I'm trying to make is we don't know for sure we need a facility. And that, that's what I'm trying to pump the brakes here a little bit and figure out what we need. I'm not looking at a specific project. It's nothing against the project there. It's we don't know what we need. And I think that's been one of the hurdles we haven't been able to get, a, get across in the past. And that is we have all these projects that we don't know if we need. We'll hear more uh, coming back from Alderman Redpath, a little bit of a history lesson from Alderman Tylen, and uh, somebody who has been pushing for this type of uh, sports complex on the east side. He addresses the council coming up.
We also still have yet to hear about um, the waste pickup and an update on rail relocation and a little bit of a question of nepotism. Uh, nepotism? Nepot You're saying nepotism goes on in municipal government? No. Shot. Stay tuned. Coming up. More Council Roundup right around the corner on the Real Idol Morning Show. All right, it's 7.30. Let's get some news. Here's Greg Bishop standing by in the WMAY News Center. With news you can depend on, I'm Greg. It's Ray Lytle. Let's return to the Council Roundup. So we left where um, you had Alderwoman Turner, Alderman Senor, Pushing for a feasibility study to get a sports complex for Ward 2 or 3. Right. I uh, had the um, tourism director, Scott Dahl, saying they're doing a city-wide study. Mm-hmm. That's going to be coming out in about a month. Um, but the study for Ward 2 and 3 is $35,000. Here's Alderman Redpath uh, seeming to be on board with a site-specific study. We really need to know... What the what the analysis is, and uh, so thirty five thousand dollars is nothing if what? if it comes to this kind of nothing. study. So, I support the I support this, and I and I I'm anxious to hear what your what your responses are. Man, thirty five thousand dollars is somebody's salary, but that's nothing, Greg. Oh, okay. apparently, really not. Well, considering what they pay in studies, it really isn't. They only pay hundreds of thousands of dollars. <sighs> I need to start up a study. I want business. to do a study. I'm going to write one word. Yes. Uh, turn it in. So there you go. Uh, Alderman Tylen. 35 grand. Alderman Tylen was pretty chatty last night. Um, well, the time's coming to an end with him. <laughs> got to get it all out. He's got to get it all out. Uh, here he is with a, a little bit of a history lesson on uh, Springfield's bout with sports complexes. Xanadu comes to mind. Yeah. What happened with that? You know, what, they broke ground. <laughs> Started doing some of the water and the electrical leads and then disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then we had somebody come along a little bit after that who was associated, um, the, the ownership group was associated with uh, representatives from Albert Pujols and a couple other Major League Baseball players and they were talking about bringing something in and then that fell apart before anything ever even broke ground. And then we've had some other things. Um, over the years we've lost the sports complex that used to be the Brown Bomber, the Four Seasons, which had been around forever, they closed and, and are gone. Now we've got, um, you know, just, I just caution that we need to make sure that we give the community what it is they need or it won't get used. Well, he's not, you know, we did lose the uh, Four Seasons, you know, that, that, was, that was nice out there. That's why you played softball and stuff. There was more back and forth um, about, you know, site-specific or city-wide, which study should be done first, which comes first, the chicken or the egg. It seems that the, uh, the tourism director is saying, listen, we need to see if, number one, the city can even make room for a sports complex. If they had, if, if they, there's... If it's shown that the city can, then they do a site-specific study. If you've got land... To put one on, boy, two, two or three would be a, the good word to do it. I mean, you could, you know, it, if you got to put up softball fields or something, you know, you're going to need a lot of land. Here is uh, a citizen proponent of getting a sports complex on the east side. My name is Damian Johnson. I'm the president of the East Springfield Community Center Commission. All right. Bye, Damian. He said, 
that uh, he's been pushing for this for years. He's got a lot of passion. He says he's the most passionate person he knows, and he wants to make this happen. Looking for support. What positive that are going on in the streets? We'll give our give our youth, especially, something to do. It will give our senior citizens uh, even more programming that they will be interested in, uh, giving them, uh, for example, their own community center, which is could be one of only five in the whole country. We're talking about national significance here. We have opportunity of our lifetimes to do something great. And the people that comes after us, we, we would like for them to be very proud of the work that we've done. Well, that's nice. Yeah. So um, the people that comes after us, though, might not be happy if we, if we build crap that people don't want. Right. I mean, yeah, that we're, you know, having to pay taxes to maintain uh, yeah, that, that's, infrastructure for. That's so why on. they need the study to find out, you know. Right. Um, here's the mayor kind of uh, wrapping up this conversation. Again, this is a committee of the whole, but the mayor's there. He's always there. Uh, and he was given the floor. We need to work together, whatever unit of government we represent or whatever entity we represent. But the bottom line is we have to put our selfish uh, perspectives aside work together as one community to really make uh, dramatic impacts happen within the city of Springfield because resources are scarce. I mean, you have the state government struggling to come up with a capital bill and, uh, you know, we've stepped up to the plate. We've raised taxes. I mean, we've all heard about it, but that's how you make an impact. That's how you change the dynamic for tomorrow is by acknowledging what our challenges are and hitting them head on and making those tough decisions to move forward together. Yeah, you know, I, I what, what's going to be important, Greg, is what they put at this complex. You, you know, you got to are you going to put a, a gymnasium for basketball to be played? Are you going to put some kind of? Are you going to put soccer fields? Going to put baseball fields, softball fields? Is there going to be batting cages? Is it going to be uh, uh, buildings for senior centers? Uh, you know, what are you going to put out there? Is it be more pickleball? Well, we have a lot of pickleball. In this what, town. Is, what is that? I it's some sort of form of tennis, but it's played with paddles, and I have no idea. It looks like it should be on a cruise ship. Um, right. uh, you know, it Next just what board. is it gonna have? Is it gonna have something people are interested in? Because right now, if you're a softball player, you got to go to Chatham. Because Springfield doesn't have facilities, you know, like they like they used to. There's no four seasons, so all that you see I mean, a bunch of people from Springfield going to Chatham. Park facilities, but they're not big and expensive or have the infrastructure. Young men who play softball, and I know you're not one of them, but guys your age want to play softball and stuff. They have to go to Chatham and play, and uh, there's money to be made in that because uh, you know Pete Christopher has put up that great facility there, that Spartan Park. Uh, I think he's trying to sell it now, but uh, I think I, I, I might be wrong, but but. Um, I know he's trying to sell that in Chatham, but that's where people have to go to play. Ever since Four Seasons is, uh, you know, went away. So there is a need. That's just softball, and you haven't even got Listen, there are plenty of these. Uh, uh, a gymnasium could be rented by people, so there's plenty of money to be made sure. if you do it right. But you got to find the right. facilities. Got to do it right. All right, uh, so we'll hear more about that next week uh, whenever the full city council brings it back up. Because uh, it was placed on the debate agenda. On the debate agenda as well is a, an appointment to be the deputy treasurer for the city of mm-hmm. Springfield. And it just so happens I'll apply. to be a relative of oh. an alderman. So here's Alderman Tylen uh, busting this out. I know that um, it's been made that uh, Colleen is um, 
on Red Pass' daughter, but I would just like to point out that yes, to anyone yes. who takes a look at the ordinance, I urge you to take a look at the actual resume attached and the experience and the person involved. There's a problem in our generation, and I think Kristen's seen it, I've seen it, you've had with your father, my parents, you know, the Red Path name is hard to get away from. God help uh, Mayor Langfelder's kids try to get out from under his name. <laughs> you know, a lot of people try to attach an idea of nepotism, but we're growing up too. And now we're in our 30s, we're in our 40s, and we are going after these professional jobs. And we need to be judged on our merit. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, but then also, you, you still got concerns about nepotism? Yeah, it's still good. Listen, here's, it's not, it, should, it should be merit. You're right. But how, does, how do you get on the map? Well, and here's one thing, too, is um, this isn't like— If you get on the map because of your last name, I'm sorry. It's nepotism. Right. Um, but keep in mind, this is for the deputy treasurer. So it's not like Alderman Redpath has that ability to yeah, he's not nominate hiring. somebody. He right. he's, he's not, not the hiring. one. He's he's the one ultimately going to make that decision. I'm curious if he's going to um, um, recuse himself It'd from be the vote. Funny if he voted against her. <laughs> that would be funny. He should vote against well, her just nine, as a matter of yeah, principle. Nine people vote she, yes, and he's she the one gets that votes past now. nine to one. Uh, but it, Tylen makes a point. <laughs> Misty, this is you ran for treasurer. You were elected. You get to pick who your deputy is. Right. Yeah, that's right. It, so if she bases, here's the deal. I'm sure she's going to base it on 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 merit, on ability, right? Mm -hmm. But it, here's where nepotism uh, is a, a fine line. It's why you get on the radar. Mm -hmm. How you get on the radar. If you get on the radar because of your last name, I'm sorry. It's nepotism. Guys, come on. Here's all the woman DeCenso, um, making sure that people understand that uh, she has no nepotism on the city uh, payroll at all. Point of clarification, I don't have any relatives on the city payroll. So that's clear. All right. We're good. I think she's getting it in spite of Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been wrong. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, you know, listen. Yeah. Um, that, that's what, you know, is that what she specializes in? Is that what she knows? If her resume says yeah, as much. Then, then it's merit. You know what I mean? But I'm saying it is, uh, and it's up to Misty Bush is the one who's doing the hire, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, she nominates, but uh, of course, the they Alderman have to vote yeah. on it. I right. think Chuck should vote no. That'd be <laughs> um, let's hear from uh, Alderman McMiniman and then updates with the rail relocation project. There's going to be a package of uh, emergency ordinance, um, emergency passage ordinances next week. And McMiniman kind of lays it out there with handsome professionals. There is a change of direction with what you've just um, proposed tonight in the in the sense that what would have been usable segment three, which is the Madison Jefferson Street underpasses. That was in our most previous approval to be done next. And um, instead, we're going to go to what's called usable segment four, which is South 6th Street and South 5th uh, Street. Yes, the original agreement from three years ago anticipated usable segment three would be next. But over the last Two years, really, we've determined that we would be better off to proceed with usable segment four. And since we were able to attract the build grant funding specifically for usable segment four, that's why we need to do this amendment. So you're going to hear more about that next week as oh, well. 
a little bit of a change. Um, there's a lot of it's contingent on the state capital bill if they ever pass one that includes funding for this. I'll bring the energy drink. Uh, and there's also, um, you know, the issue of attracting federal funds to it all as all well. Right. Uh, let's talk yard waste management. Alderman oh. McMiniman giving a bit of a summary of where the um, current program's at. We're getting calls about, you know, some bags have been out for a week and it's raining. And uh, what if the bags, you know, fall apart when they get picked up? Our contract with Republic Services says that they will clean up the mess. So they'll take care of it. Uh, he continues. During April, we could bring any bags out to Evans Recycling on J. David Jones Parkway for free. Uh, tomorrow, uh, May, means that if you want to self-haul your yard waste to Evans Recycling, it's $1 per bag. And, and that will continue through June, and then the contract with Evans Recycling is up for renewal, and we'll see what is agreed to or what's negotiated or what comes before the city council as an ordinance at that point in time. So mm. they're looking at a new contract altogether, uh, but currently they're in the middle of a contract where they're making the rounds and some people still complaining on Alderman Hanauer, uh, giving Nate Bottom a bit of a uh, <laughs> bit of push. They're they're going to get way behind if they have to keep going back to other places. So I know you're getting inundated. I've I've been on you, and and you're doing a good job, Nate. Well, that was a good uh, present from uh, Director Mahoney, wasn't it? A good good start to your job. I appreciate but, it. Uh, um, but please reiterate to them, we, they got to know where our map is, and they, got, they, they have to get back, and we can't wait three weeks. That's right. Can't wait three weeks. People getting angry, man. I'm, I'm taking the calls. Getting angry. We're, Greg, yeah. we're taking calls. Here's Nate Bottom. In, in 2018, the two months that we picked up, um, they, they picked up 2,800 compacted cubic yards. This year alone, in the three weeks that we've had the program, they've picked up over 3,300 cubic yards, so it's in essence 20% more the entire year. Yep. That's no excuse, though. Nope. They get need to get it. through uh, within the allotted time. Get and on it. They said they are on schedule now after that initial pickup. I know they were a few days behind. Um, but they should pick up. They are working from west to east uh, each week. Right now they're in the south section, and then they'll be in the north section next week. You can get more information online. Also, planning on refining the process and planning on utilizing our zone maps and, uh, and updating the website Thank with you. those maps. And uh, Alderman Thailand suggested updating the website as well with a list of all of the different services that the city's recycling fee covers. Because he says people just don't understand all the different services that the recycling fee covers. I wish covers. I was the, web, the website director for the city. I'd have a lot of fun with that website. Um, there's some confusion about who should be in control. Of that. That's what I think they should hire me and let me take over well, is, every is, day, eight hours that, a day, working on that website. Is that the clerk's boring job, or is that the city communications director's job, which is under the mayor's office? I think there's some confusion about. It that. needs to be more clear. That's for sure. So, um, there you go. There's your council roundup from last night's committee of the whole for the city of Springfield. Awesome. That's your council roundup. I love it, Greg. Thank you, buddy. Uh, we'll come back with news uh, right after we do Sports 411. Mike Bunmacher going to join next. Depend.